Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susan Mazzoli. Here we are whipping up now to the last couple of weeks of the year. Woohoo! Flash. So Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 11th of December. This is week 50 of this year, 2023. I'll be back with our meditation. So Pam, what is it looking like for us during these last couple of weeks of the year? Well, I'm not going to go into the couple of weeks. I'll do the week of the 11th, uh, which is where we are. And uh, uh, other than to just say, Always, as we approach the end of a year, numbers of the year are more of a numerological realm than an astrological realm. We just we just aim towards the winter solstice. That's our big marker and the other big turns of the wheel, spring equinox, etc. But on the 11th, what's going on is the moon is in the sign of Scorpio in the early morning. And the times they give are Eastern times, so adjust depending on where you live. So people who are up early, moving about, things like that, um, just know it is a good time to do things that have to do with wrapping up, research, focus. Because the moon has gone void, of course, at 3.57 a.m. on the 11th. And then it enters the sign of Sagittarius at 9.11 a.m. And what happens in this void time is that we are best working on projects already in motion, not starting anything new. But once it moves into Sagittarius, now... Um, things are really starting to move. The When the moon is in a fire sign, the weather, the emotional weather, tends to be more spontaneous. People want to be inspired by things. They want to work on things that kind of capture their interest or attention. And this magnifies if you have a lot of fire or air in your personal horoscope. That being said, this is not exactly ideal with where the moon moves through the next couple of days because what happens is you may find yourself just all revved up early in the morning, ready to get out the door or online or do the things you have to do. And then you realize the car is not working. The people who said they'd show up are not showing up. You don't have the support you need or thought you had 
before you jump into whatever the endeavor is. Now, the positive with this is that we can kind of reboot our thought process in that morning, like when we realize things are not going exactly as we planned or we thought we were going to move on. And reevaluate, work with what you have, reach out to partners or people who will show up. And the winners on this day are the ones who are able to talk to the people with whom they get the responses they need. So that requires some very fast vetting for some of us. Oh, I I want so-and-so to do this, but they aren't responding, they aren't answering their phone, they aren't available. Then just move on. If you if you get stuck with who the perfect person is or companion or partner or how you're going to make this thing happen, then the odds are it's better to shelve it for now, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But if it is something that has to get done, because (laughs) what goes on is Yeah, it's great to be an astrologer and be able to say, okay, this is a good day for this, this is a good day for that. But we don't always get the days we want. You know, sometimes things have to happen when they have to happen. So if that's the case for you on this day, then how do you make it happen? And so that's what I suggest is if, It's not coming together, move on. Use that fiery sag, mutable energy to help you move on. And for some of us, this is easier than others. People with a lot of water and earth in their horoscope may feel a lot of inner resistance with being forced to this kind of adaptability. Overall, this can be a a vital day, a day you feel very much alive as the So a lot of things get done. The question becomes, are they things that you wanted to get done? Or did you feel as though you were doing a lot of shuffling to get things in place? And as I said earlier, if the best decision is to shelve something for a later time, that's good to do too. Now, what I haven't yet mentioned is we are in dark moon time. So that's the 24 hours or so before the moon is new. And at this point in a lunar cycle, we are best served with wrapping things up, deciding what's coming with us on the next lunar cycle, what we're not going to be focused on over this period of time. So it can be a it can be reorienting or putting things in place. What's important is to determine what's really valuable or what needs to get done over the next couple of weeks and to prioritize in a way that makes sense because this new moon is not as um, as easily supported as was the last one. And so what that means is that we can experience different, well, confusion is a word, 
um, things falling short or not kind of coming together in the way that we had imagined. And, and it's not necessarily bad. What's difficult is attachment to how we want things to go. The other thing that adds to this, uh, well, I'll use the word again, confusion or delay aspect is that Mercury goes retrograde on Tuesday the 12th. So once we're in this new moon energy, which is exact at 6.32 p.m. on December 12th, then we are moving forward with the momentum of that lunar cycle. Mercury goes retrograde very shortly after. In the evening, uh, we hours at 2.09 a.m. on Wednesday. Eastern time. And therefore, the value in this new moon is, I think, to prepare yourself or orient yourself to the reality that things may not unfold in the way that you immediately intend or with the alacrity that you immediately intend. Things may take longer. There may be delays. What I love about the Sag new moon on this particular day is it's a Sag new moon. So that's the archer, the centaur, holding a, a, a goal in her mind. So what is the goal? What is the thing which maybe is not as quickly approachable? but the thing that you are aiming towards. And Sag is warrior energy. It's about, this is something I passionately believe. There's so many things that can feel a bit unobtainable to us now at this point in time. Even peace within seems very uh, elusive at this point in time. But other goals... Um, fairness, equality. Um, what are the goals that you're aiming for? And yeah, these may sound like, okay, Pamela's talking, but how is that even possible to achieve in a lifetime? And how can I as an individual hope to obtain anything like that? But I think that this new moon is asking us to invite in possibilities of connection that we we can't even really imagine. But can we imagine a less stressed existence, uh, a world with less strife? Can we imagine a more creative way that things can lay out? And so, yes, I would use the word hope for this particular new moon. And what happens is we get challenged with that all, all the time. How can you believe in? How can you hope to obtain? And that's the Maya that we're faced with every day, the illusion of what is real. Well, maybe it's time to create another illusion.
So Wednesday, the 13th, we've got the new moon behind us. Mercury's gone retrograde. The moon enters Capricorn at 10.31 a.m. It had gone void at 1.48 a.m. on the 13th. So once we're in mid-morning, we're in a lot more directed energy. So I think of this as, I think of, okay, we've just done this interesting kind of bonfire energy or thoughts that we wanted to make happen and collecting wood and the bonfire sort of petered out. And now we have to clean it up and, and move on with the construction of what we're actually going to work and put together. And that's the Capricorn energy, okay? Make sure everything's in a way that's safe so that we can move on and create. And this is a very industrious day, actually, Wednesday the 13th, in spite of the Mercury retrograde. Or I'd also... uh, ask us to consider because of the Mercury retrograde. One thing that happens when Mercury is retrograde is we move out of our assumptions of how we've communicated or what we think we've said. And we have to really kind of drill down and be very exact and make sure we're heard for what it was we wanted to convey. Write things down follow up, get responses, assume nothing. This is an absolutely wonderful way to begin entrance into this particular waxing moon cycle because we understand as we walk into it that there's a lot of confusion, mixed signals, people being attached or involved in certain illusions and how do we cut through that and work with the practicality of what we actually have so the 13th can be highly productive as can the 14th of december the thing to keep in mind on the 14th is that midday especially Some people may be feeling their wounds, um, being a bit cranky, uh, unresponsive, unwilling to uh, play or engage. And so what's important is to just keep working with that practical application. I think of um, I think of stories or um, different episodes when people are told about how vehemently certain camps or belief systems are. And yet when people are put together in situations that are one-on-one, work situations, a crisis situation, a, a situation where the trappings don't mean anything of the identifications, we are able to meet one another on the core human values. And so that's what this uh, Capricorn moon is really bringing in, is a sense of how do we really align in the real world in, in ways that are tangible, constructive, and can slough off 
the old stuff, the old ways, move beyond attachments to identifications or tropes or uh, ways that were brought down and work with what we have in our core to create something new. And this can be in your work environment, in your personal environment, in your day-to-day environment, all kinds of dealings and situations with people. Um, How do you construct something that's going to work? And sometimes we have to turn it upside down and look at it differently and and reimagine and revision and and basically deconstruct what we thought it was so that we see the core materials that we have. So the 15th is very productive in the morning. The moon goes void, of course, at 11.04 a.m. And when I say it's productive, it's productive for people who are willing to do the work. If somebody's stuck or procrastinating or not wanting to turn something over to see the other side, then don't waste your time. We we have to be very we have to be very strategic when we're offered situations where energetically we're really supported. Because if we wallow too much in situations where people are unwilling to move, then we don't, we're not able to use the gift that's presented to us. And so we have to discern what's appropriate, who's appropriate to work with at this very dynamic time, and who's just not, who's just kind of sucking you energetically. There's a difference between someone who does that and someone who's kind of learning to engage because if you if you're seeing a person is learning to engage then that's everything so the moon goes for it of course 1104 a.m on friday the 15th it enters aquarius at 12 56 p.m so that's a nice time for a little siesta lunch break and then once the moon is in aquarius boom 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 This is a very dynamic weekend for connecting with people, for ideas just sailing away, for uh, you to be getting those charges of, uh, wow, this is a person or someone who's going to go where we need to go with this idea. Great weekend for networking. The, The only... Uh, thing to mention on Friday, especially as we get into the evening, late evening, is if there are too many choices in front of you, then it really serves you well to go for what matters the most, what is the most important piece. And some of us may feel as though, oh, I went for that and I gave up this. So that feeling is transitory. It's not going to last. But the piece that's really important here is when you're making those choices or decisions, which may spill into what 
am I doing on Saturday and Sunday? Is make sure you're doing something that also gives you what you need and want. And so that it's it's not just, oh, this is for the higher good or for the team, etc. And if you do it for the higher good or the team, then recognize the value in that and realize you're part of that whole system. So Saturday, uh, moon in Aquarius, uh, just a super day for moving along positive energy in the late evening, um, evening time. Uh, be aware of where you are if you're out and about. Pay attention to people around you because not everybody is. And once we get to about 10 o'clock at night, this is incredibly strong and positive energy. So those who are doing that late night reach out or depending on where you are in time zones, it's energetically a very rich time until uh, 7.04 a.m. on Sunday morning when the moon goes void, of course. And then it enters Pisces at 2.58 p.m. on Sunday. And again, this is these are really rich days to work with transformative energy. So the overall picture here is with that Sagittarius new moon, be be willing to be the the warrior, the advocate for your own goals and beliefs. Be willing to do that and and be willing to peel away any sense of sadness, sacrifice, or um, cup half uh, empty that you may feel feel so that you can step fully into the cup half fill and filling all the time. It just may be a slow process. But every day is what you want to focus on and the beauty of aiming towards what in your heart of hearts is your true goal. And now I turn it over to Susie. Woohoo! What a week. Yeah, what? Yeah, so many times you said so powerful, so strong, so energy, so much. So, wow, it sounds like a a really dynamic week to um, do things, yeah? Yeah, so give us some meditative fuel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. Thank you, Pam. So, everyone, please just take 10 minutes, contemplation, meditation. Feel yourself centering, coming into... Just a little quieter space, letting all of Pam's words of wisdom come in, settle, digest, be understood, and be present for us. And as you take a few deeper breaths, just feeling yourself completely present arriving, being here. And as we arrive, feeling that sense of self, 
who I am, what I am, what makes me up, what differentiates me from others, and all of those experiences from inside the womb to where you are now, everything that's happened to you, everything that you think about, everything that you feel, these are all the things that make us what we are, make us feel, think a certain way. This is all us, all me, all you, a combination of all of the years. Let's just say thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for everything that has been, everything that has created me to what I am right now. All of the sadness as well, all of the bad things, everything that's made me up to what I am now. And as we do that, collecting ourselves feeling ourself, putting ourself into focus, clarity, grounding, so that we can be really able to make clear decisions, clear decisions coming from our intellect, from our compassion and from our understanding. Thinking clearly, acting clearly. We might need to whittle down some ideas or some feelings. We might need to simplify some things in our mind and in our hearts. We might need to perhaps transmute or change some of the energy that might be motivating us or driving us in a certain direction that isn't particularly nice. So just bring clarity. And wherever there are places where you might feel frustration or anger or even really strong hatred, misunderstanding, any of the places in your mind, in your feeling body where there is a sense of disruption, discomfort, not good, not good feelings, not good at all. Let's shift those a little bit now so that we can be more empowered in our compassion body. So wherever there are feelings towards the self or towards others or towards the world at large, to what's happening in the world, Let's just recognize those feelings, dig them up if they've been buried, 
let them come up to the surface if they've been drowned, suppressed, oppressed. Let everything come up to the surface. Just recognise it for what it is. Feel it for what it is, even if it feels uncomfortable or really bad. Allow it to be. And then let's do something very, very important here. Let's take those feelings and turn them into an intelligent, a clear, an intellectual understanding. And let us see them from a different perspective. We'll take responsibility for those feelings, complete responsibility, and understand that no matter what is instigating those feelings, no matter where they're coming from, whether they're coming from the outside world, from someone else, from a situation, just know that this is an opportunity for you to take those feelings, to understand them and to turn them into action, that you can act from this place with intelligence, with clarity. You can take these feelings now and turn them into something that will benefit you and the world around you. Turning them into righteous actions, turning them into actions of anonymous generosity, turning them into actions of kindness, turning them into wisdom and acceptance. Seeing that there is suffering, but you accept it and you will work hard through your own life, through your own lifetime, through your own works to bring good into the world. Let us put all of that energy into putting good into the world. Putting good into our own body into our own heart, into our own mind, and putting good into the world around us through our thoughts, through our actions, through our words. And not complaining, not gossiping, not whining, not being angry not going on and on and on about the suffering, but going on and on and on about our loving kindness and our generosity of spirit. Action happens where the mind goes. Follow the clarity in your mind to peace. Follow the clarity in your heart to compassion. Advocate from the very center of your being for world peace, for every living being to be free of suffering. 
for all beings to know peace, to know love. For all beings to resonate in harmony, in loving kindness. And as you do this, feel that energy gently flowing through your body, through your mind, through your heart, through every single atom of your being. that you are able to be in this place of peace all the time, not getting pulled into the drama, but staying with peace in your heart and mind. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone. and. Thank you so much, Pam, and we'll hear about next week. Next week, soon, here we are, love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life, regardless We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.